Okay, good morning. Today's stuff is stuff Mem Ches. Um, we're going to go from about the 15th last line of Mem Zainamud Base 47b. And um, remember, the Mishnah said that if someone puts their payros in someone else's house, and the animal of and, and one of the homeowners' animals is damaged by the produce, the person who put the produce there is liable. So Rav said, what's the case? The case is where the animal slipped and injured itself in the produce. But if the animal got injured because it ate the produce, so it overate and it got sick or something like that, then the owner of the The produce would be exempt. The owner of the produce would be exempt. And the reason we said is, the animal shouldn't have eaten it. It's not my problem that your animal's uh, going all out. it seems also the owner should have stopped the animal eating it or something like that, but I couldn't get that point 100% clear. So that's Ram's teaching, and we're challenging that now. So we did one challenge yesterday, let's move on to the next challenge on Ram's. If a woman goes to grind wheat by the palabais, shaloi bishus without his permission, or potu. And if the, the homeowner's animal eats from that produce, he is exempt. Because she never chose to be there. If the animal is damaged by them, then this woman who went in illegally would be liable. But why? If what Rav says is true, she should be able to say, you should not have eaten. So Omri, they answered, Is this price any better than the Bishta, which Rav already established as where the animal slipped in them? I hear, so you say, when the woman, when you, you assume that when it said the animal is damaged by what the woman brought in, that's because the animal ate it. Rav will give the exact same answer as he answered the Mishnah, that is where the animal slipped. Oh, the Kaurilai man Kaurilai. The one who asked this question, what was he thinking? This is such an obvious answer. So, Omar Lacho Bish, I'm a man, he's in Katani, Mhusa Kubahen, Shehuchla Kubahen. Sorry, Mhus Kubahen, Shehuchla Kubahen. Where the Mishnah says where it was damaged by in them, that could mean it slipped to them. But here the animal teaches. If it's damaged, it doesn't say if it's damaged in them. So Achila who Duftani, maybe it's referring to eating, and therefore for so so therefore he thought that the Brisa was a greater proof that the animal is damaged by eating instead of by. So he said it's more apparent from the Brisa that we're speaking about where the animal is damaged by eating. It says over idiot, so how's Rav? Going to explain it, says, I'm going to it makes no difference. Whether it says Shehuska or Shehuska Bohen, means if the animal slipped in them, that's not, it's not referring to if the animal ate them. Okay, Toshma, come in here. Another challenge on Rav. So, if someone put his shor in someone else's house without permission, and the ox ate wheat, and it got diarrhea and it died, the owner of the house is exempt. If he puts it there with permission, if the owner of the courtyard is chayev. 
The animal, even if the owner of the house gave permission for his ox, for the scar's ox to be there, if the ox eats the wheat, why should he be liable? He should be able to say, your ox shouldn't have eaten it. So, oh my robber, birshus, asherloi birshus, koromi. Um, the bracer where the animal has permission to be there, are you going to say that is a contradiction on Rav, who's discussing where the animal does not have permission to be there? What, what? But it seems, it seems like it does make a difference. She says, no, Bishus, Shmiras, Shoira, Kabilola. When you have permission, when the owner gives you permission, When you have permission, the owner, when the owner gives you permission to put your ox there, Shmira Shorah Kabbalah, he's accepting to watch over the ox. Now it's no longer a discussion of damage and who's liable for damage and is it a bore or you causing injury to my animal, etc. Discussion now is you, you were supposed to watch it. And that's why you were the one who actually meant to make sure it doesn't eat. And therefore the Balachotzer is liable. And this is even where the animal strangles itself. And then just to go back one uh, one point that we mentioned yesterday, but here, so where it's with Rishus, it's the whole discussion is as a shomer, were you responsible? Yes. Yeah, so you, if you if you watching over an animal, you've got to make sure that it doesn't eat what it shouldn't be eating. That's why the owner of the house is liable. But if you don't have Rishus, so the whole question is is the produce a bore? No. The, the whole question is you've got wheat in your garden, in your courtyard. And I put my animal there, and my animal ate from the wheat. It's a din of bore, the wheat. It's an inanimate object lying there. It's bore. However, as we brought from Tossus yesterday, Tossus points out, where you bring the damage on yourself, like here's the animal going and eating it, you can't say bore. If the animal tripped in it or something like that, and then we do say bore, and that's what, then, then you have a better question. But here, the only discussion would be bore, I wouldn't say bore when it's by itself. I think you could also say it's Chotzer Anizak. So you could say, what's your ox doing in my courtyard that I should be liable for your bore? Okay. So we don't answer that question. We, we haven't well, we haven't refuted right. Let's put it like that. And now we ask another question. Who hated the Kabbalah Leo Metiruse? Where the Bala Chotzer accepted to God something left on his property. Is he just saying, I'll make sure that it's safe from my things, my animal, my dog, etc. I'll make sure that I don't harm it. Or is he saying, I accept full responsibility that even external um, damages um, I'll protect it from. So that's the question. Again, if the owner gives you rishis to leave your ox in his property, is he saying, I'll make sure that it's safe from my things in my property, my dog won't bite it? 
or is he saying even if an Al-Bayt nothing runs in and damages, etc.? Now, Tosos ask a good question. They say, but wait, yeah, um, higher up the page, Robba says, you're even higher Nishbar Obaruach if it gets uh, damaged by the wind. Uh, that's clearly saying, when I say you can leave your art on my property, when I say you can leave something on my property, clearly saying that it's for, <coughs> it's, it's even to God from external things. So why is the Gemara all of a sudden asking it as a question? So the one answer Tosos gives is that um, he's asking here to see was Robert just trying to resolve the issue there, but he wasn't really giving a proper answer. Or is that the halacha? So almost, Rava mentioned it, but we want to actually verify that what Rava says is really true. So Toshma, come in here. Um, let's try to answer it. It says, Detani Rav Yehuda Bar Simon, Benazik in the Baikana. Rav Yehuda Bar Simon taught from the collection of saved in Benazik in Baikana. Um, different yeshivas had their own collection of brises. So Nezikin would refer to either Seder Nezikin, or at least generally Baba Kama, Baba Matzia, and Baba Basra, often referred to as Nezikin. So here, the Bay Karna, the yeshiva of Karna, in their Sefer, in their uh, Nezikin, they, uh, they had the following brisa. Hichnis Perosov, Lechotzer Banabai, Shalobishus, if someone put their produce in the courtyard of someone without permission, and a show from somewhere else came and ate them, Potter, oh, he's the owner of the court. Potter is exempt. If he puts them away with permission, Chayev is liable. Now, man, Potter, man, Chayev. Who's Potter? Who's Chayev? Again, what does the mission say? If he puts his. Oh, Produce in the courtyard of the, uh, the in the in the courtyard, someone else's courtyard, and an ox from somewhere else comes and eats it. He's, if party. there's no yeah, third party, if there's no permission, then he's potter. If there's permission, he's chayav. Who's potter and who's chayav? Because on the one hand, there's this ox that ate it. Maybe his owner should be chayav. On the other hand, there's the balachotzer who did or didn't watch the produce. Maybe he should be chayav. So love, potu balchotze, v'chav balchotze. It must be referring to the owner of the courtyard. He's the one who's potter if it's without permission, and chayv if it's with, rishish, with, with permission. So Omri, they said, lo, potu balashor, v'chayv balashor. It's referring to the owner of the shor. Av, i, balashor, my bishus, or my shalai bishus. If we discuss in the owner of the ox, what difference does it make whether this ox has permission to be there or not? Your this third party's off came and ate my produce. Doesn't matter whether I put my produce there illegally or legally. Says no, Omri. If he has permission to put the produce there, then it's considered his to a degree. It's his property as well. And therefore, when this no, 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 we're not discussing him. Okay, and when he has permission to put his produce there, uh-huh. he's now, it's now, you know, his property to leave his produce there, he's allowed to. Yeah. And therefore, when this <coughs> third party's ox comes and eats the produce, it's as good as if he's eating the produce in this, Nizak's property. And therefore, 
שיין בישוס הניזק חייב. ואי שלא בישוס, הוולי שיין בישוס הרבים. If it's without permission, it's שיין in the רשוס הרבים, ושיין בישוס הרבים פטורה, and שיין בישוס הרבים is exempt. The point on, it's not literally רשוס הרבים, it's this other guy's uh, courtyard. However, what it means is, it's not בישוס um, אחר. Remember, what does the Apostle say? When the animal goes out, in the other one's part, uh, property, in the other one's field. This is not his field because he doesn't have permission to be there and therefore he can't sue the owner of the ox for eating his food. So that's why, that would be the, the difference whether there's permission or not. Is it Chotzer and is it not? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not stayach here. Yeah. Not have care. It's not have care. No, no, no. You can't just take it. Can't just take. No. Why? If I come and put something in your garden, you can just take it. Yeah, but if I drop a hollow hand in the middle of the street. Okay, I still can't just take it. No. If there's damage caused by it, or you know, if it's blocking the whole street, I can push by it. Maybe remember it's not so here, but you can't just take something. That's look. If the owners had yay or shifi. If he put it there on purpose because he doesn't wipe touch, you know, like left his cow for them, then it's all different. But if I just leave something. I leave. And this is this also called because of the spice of that day? This is to try and answer the question if I leave my produce in your property. With or without permission? Well, we are with permission. Are you responsible just to make sure your animals, your property doesn't damage my produce? Or are you responsible to make sure nothing, even from external sources, damage it? What have you accepted upon yourself? Okay, so Toshma, let's try to answer that question differently. Yeah, so let me just go back and clarify that din. This is going back to the earlier on in the Masetta when we discussed shame. The Postal says, You're only liable for shame if your animal goes and grazes, gets anor, in the other person's, the other person's field. So if you, so if now, now let's just view this, I'm leaving produce in, in Gavin's chotzer. So if I don't have permission to be there, it's not when this third party's ox comes and eats my produce, it's not in the others, in the produce in my field. Therefore, he wouldn't be liable. If I have permission to put it in Gavin's garden, and this third party's ox comes and eats it, then he would be chayav, because by the fact I have permission, that's considered in the other, the Nizak's field. So that's what that point is. Okay, so that's how we're saying that there's no proof to answer our question. Okay, so let's try again. Pottery is exempt. So, you put your ox, I put my ox in Gavin's courtyard, and, an, and a third party's ox comes and gores it. Now, we already know, oh, well, there's a big difference between goring and shame, because goring doesn't matter whether the ox gores in Rishus Arabim or Rishus Anizaki, it would be liable. It's only by shame we make a difference, is it in Rishus Arabim or Rishus Anizaki, or Shane Regal. So, just back. So, Venokho Potter, in Hirnes Birishus, if he puts it there with permission, Chayev. Then he's liable. Now, man potter, man chayev. Who's potter? 
and who's Chayev. Again, we're discussing the owner is Gavin because it's his courtyard and his and this third party's ox bought it, or is it discussing the third party's ox? So love potur balachotzev v'chal balachotzev. It's not saying that the whether the balachotzev is potur or chayev. Again, and then we would answer our question saying that we see you are when the when the balachotzev when Gavin gives permission for me to leave my ox there, he's saying he will watch it. I will make sure it's not caught by other animals as well, not only his. So law not necessarily potur balashor v'chayev balashor. It's discussing the owner of the ox. Oh, then what do you mean that there's permission or no permission? As I pointed out, it makes no difference when your ox calls my ox, it makes no difference where it calls it. So what difference does it make whether I had permission for my ox to be there or not? It says, no, Omri, Homani, Rebbe Tarfun, he. This price is Rebbe Tarfun, Omri, Meshuna, Kerit, Mechotzer, Anizak, Nezek, Sholem, Meshalem. When you have permission... So, yeah, when there's Karen Bechotzer Hanizak, then you pay full damages. Remember, Rebbe Tafet says, if, you, if my animal goes into your property and calls your animal, then even if it's a short term, you pay full damages. That's Rebbe Tafet. Oh, so that's what he's saying here. If it's put there with permission, so I have permission to leave my ox and Gavit's property, then I'm hired. Then, then, um, then I'd be li- then he'd be liable to full damage as the owner of the ox that bought my ox. Shalom b'shus if it's not with permission. Havelai chotzer it's havelai kerem b'shus harabim. Then it's the same as kerem b'shus harabim. V'lo moshalem elochatzin ezek, and he'd be liable to half damages. So very interesting when this price is said, if the ox is there with permission or without permission, and a third party's ox gores it. We said chayv and potter. Chayv means chayv full damages, and potter means potter from full damages, but still chayv half damages. A little bit difficult way of expressing it, but that's how we've said we don't have a proof for this question that the Gemara asked. Okay, let's carry on to the next case. Again, these are all similar scenarios um, discussing this issue. Um, Yes, also There's a woman who went into a certain into someone else's house to bake her bread. And a goat of that of that person's house came and ate the dough and he got sick. Which means he got some sort of temperature from it and he died. So Rava obligated her to pay the damage of the goat. Says now, Lame Aplika Adarav. He seems to argue on Rav. The Amar Rav, Hapelai Shloi Tochel. Rav says you have a claim. Your ox should not have eaten it. I went up with my produce in your property. Remember, Rav said, and the Mishnah says, if I put my my, my payrus in your property and your ox is damaged by them, I'm liable. That's only where it slipped in them. But if it ate them, well, you should have been careful that your ox doesn't eat anything that it shouldn't be eating. So the Gemara, so, so it seems that Rava, who said that the woman is Chayev, is arguing on Rav. So Omri, they answer, no, how can you compare the cases? There, where the payros, this dough that she was making, that she was going to bake, was brought in without permission, and therefore she did not accept to guard it. 
But here, where it's done, where it's done with rishus, then um, the woman accepts upon herself to guard it. She says, "Oh, so, so when a woman comes in to bake, what are you saying? She's accepting upon herself. I'll make sure your animals don't eat from my flour, water, dough, etc. That I'm busy baking with. Um, unlike the previous case." Where the owner was leaving it there, they weren't uh, this um, woman. So the Gemara says, "Oh my shnei chayeves." But wait, we saw on the previous Amud, if a woman, why, why should this be any different to the case where a woman goes into a person's house to grind wheat there, and she goes in illegally? And the animal eats it. We said, if it's there, and the animal is part of If the animal is damaged by them, that implies that the, it's without permission. It should be, um, if it's done with permission, well, then should be exempt. I we see when the woman comes into the property, there to grind and here to bake, we're saying here if the owner of that property's animal eats it, again discussing shalobishus, the owner should be exempt. Sorry, this woman would be exempt when she comes in to grind if the animal eats it and gets injured by it, or uh, sick from it. Whereas here by baking, she'd be higher. When a woman comes in to bake, to grind, sorry, to grind, there there's no aspect of snus. We'll see what the snus is soon. Therefore, the owner of the house is not going to leave the courtyard, and therefore the responsibility to make sure his animals don't eat remain on him because he's there, he's still around. It says, given the boy eats niusa, but when she comes in to bake, she needs news. He's an news because they would roll up their sleeves to need. So as soon as she's rolling up her sleeves, and now she's wearing short sleeves, it's not sneers. So, Havalela Balabayes. Um, therefore the owner of the house leaves out of respect for her therefore the responsibility to watch it falls on her that's the big difference if the owner is expected to be around then he's got to watch his animals if, the owner, if she's coming in and the owner says yes with pleasure you can use my you can use my kitchen to bake and now she's and but because it's to bake, he's expected. You expect him to leave. He's not going to hang around because he's not going to be dressed seriously. Then, then she's responsible to watch that the owner's animals don't uh, don't get damaged. So it's almost what's the norm? What's the expectation? So it's interesting here. Um, the Yamsel Shoma very interestingly says that like, he's Poland and Lithuania around the 1500s. And he says very sadly, yeah, please open it. He says very sadly nowadays we see no woman not careful with not wearing sleeves. I don't know if you're saying short sleeves or 
or sleeveless. I have a feeling it's just short sleeve in uh, um, there. But but he says, and therefore, when a woman goes in to bake and she's going to still be wearing her short sleeves or roll up her sleeves, it's not an aspect of sneers that anyone cares about. So you don't expect the owner to leave. And therefore, she would actually be exempt and the owner would have to make sure that his animal doesn't damage. Just a very interesting point. Um, how this... Um, it's an interesting discussion. Can the laws of sneers change? No. Um, well, yes, we see okay. that they do. <laughs> um, I once said that the restaurant probably dressed, dressed in a beard because it says that uh, Abraham saw an ankle. Saw? Her ankle when they crossed the river and he realized how beautiful she was. A reflection of a leg. Was that no, I, I don't know. But I'm thinking that she wore a dress. Yeah. If you're going on an ankle. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's something along those lines. I don't know the exact version yeah, that you're saying, but there is something similar to that that he saw when he was going into Egypt. He said he saw Sarah, and that's why. So that he finally realized how beautiful a woman he was married to. So maybe he saw her face, and, uh-huh. and maybe, but maybe there's another midrash. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't know that version. But yeah, there's a very good chance that Jews living in Arab lands, dressed with a burqa, look at the Rambam. What he says is considered still an appropriate dress. Um, but other lands would be different. But the Maharaj, so we discuss the So, I mean, there's some poskin they distinguish between Mokum Ochuse, that's where the Minag is to cover, compared to Mokum Erva, which would be the nakedness, which would be an obligation to keep covered. And then you go into little touchy issues, okay, <coughs> there's a knee or a thigh, is that the Minag to keep it covered? I Mokum Ochuse, is that Mokum Erva? And a big difference would be, can it change? If it's Mokum Ochuse, it seems that depends on the Minag and the norm, and it can change. And uh, if, it's Mokum, um, if it's Mokum Erva, then that would be almost, let's say, objectively um, unacceptable to have uncovered. And just interesting, but it's interesting, the Marshal says it in the language of Hebrew moans and criticizes how unspeous his generation is, that the woman wears short sleeves and no longer are particular with long sleeves. I wonder also if it would be a society where people are sensitive to... Um, yeah, okay. I just want to ask a question related to the Gomorrah now. The thing that said that he left because her, her sleeves were uncovered. Yeah. Right? But if he left just because he had to go out of town and do an errand... Would okay, this would be thing? almost what's expected. Yeah. So no. If he leaves when he should be around making sure his animals don't eat That's her food, asking, yeah. then uh, she wouldn't be liable. Yeah. Um, interesting, he says, yeah, he says, the, so, so they, I'm trying to remember, oh, I meant to bring the Orochashil son, but he says this sort of thing, that you've got to, the, um, the Dayan has to use his common sense and try to work out what's expected in this case. Is it expected that the owner leaves? Is it expected that he, that he hangs around? You know, all so those sort of questions. Does he have to leave, or is, it, or is he leaving on his own accord? No, you're asking... Yes. I mean, I misunderstood you. I no, thought no, you no, were asking... I'm asking, I'm asking if, if he left because the sleeves are uncovered, or then he had to leave, so then she's... she's uh, then the expectation he, is that he's going to leave and she has to watch his animals don't right. get home. But if he but just has Yeah, well then, can you expect her to? Yeah. If, if, again, it's norm, the norm is he goes to work every morning at 8 a.m. and now she's going to be left alone in the home, then That's you could argue that when he says, yes, you can do it, 
is he implicitly saying, but make sure my animals don't eat it? That, that too, well, that's what you have to work. Okay, Hikhnishar al Khatar Balabayas. So Omar Rabbi Hikhnishar al Khatar Balabayas. Shalai Birshus, Bukhafa Babar, Sikhra Maharas. If someone's ox enters someone else's property and then it goes and digs a whole lot of holes in the garden, Balashar Chayav Benizkei Khatser, Uvala Khatser Chayav Benizkei Abar. The owner of the ox is liable for the damage that his ox did to the courtyard by digging up the paving, but the owner of the courtyard is hired for any damage that the boar does because by the fact that he owns the boar, he's obligated to make sure it covers before he says anyone can walk through my property. So he says, even though, but wait. It's the Mar explained that when a person digs a hole and not when an ox digs a hole. Are you not responsible for a boar that your animal makes? Sorry, it's his boar and he's responsible to cover it and he doesn't, then he's, it's as if he uncovered it and he'll be liable. Again, unlike the case if your ox would dig a hole in Rashus Harabim, it's not your boar, so you don't have responsibility, as much of a responsibility to cover it and therefore you'd be exempt if someone falls in it. For Omar Robert, Robert says, um, if his ox enters the courtyard of the Balabai, Shalobirshus, without permission, Behizikes Balabais or Balabais Huzak Bo, and the and he causes damage to the Balabais, or the owner of the house is indirect or I don't want to say indirectly, is uh, passively damaged by it, like he trips over it, etc. Chayv his labo. Robert's potter, however, if the animal sits down, jumps down on something, then he'd be exempt. To Mishum the Robert's potter, why should he be exempt? Because the animal sat down. So Omar Papa, my Robert's Shehibit's Glalim. No, Robert's here means he um, excreted a dung. The Nidvenu Kalev shall Balabayis and the owner of the house clothes, Kalev, his utensils got damaged, dirty by it. To have it like Lalimpur, now what's the status of the dung? So your ox goes into someone else's property and um, there's all his dung lying around. What's the status of the dung? It's a boar. And boar is not liable for Kalev. Very interesting. So basically what it's saying here is when the owner is injured on the dung, then he's liable. The owner of the ox is liable because the dung is now a boar. But where the owner of the ox dirties or damages his clothes in the dung, he wouldn't be liable. This is all very well according to Shmuel who learns that any inanimate thing is boar. But Rab, he says it has to be Hefker. How's he going to explain it? The dangs would not be considered a bar. So it's no, no, in general, the owner does mafkir the dung. And therefore, again, the question is it's a bar? What's a bar? Chayav for a bar is not chayav for Kalim. For Omar further over says, Nichnas, the Chotzer Balabai, Shalobi Shus, for Hizik, is Balabai is, or Balabai is Huzak Bar, Chayav. So if you enter your friend's property and you and the owner is damaged by you or sorry he damages the balabais or the balabais is damaged by you he's um, if the owner damages the, the trespasser potter the owner is exempt so Amara Popolo Amran Ella Dolava Yodabe Abalhava Yodabe 
This is all where the owner didn't know about him. But if the owner did know about him, and he went and he damaged him, then he'd be liable. So the owner is doing something wild in his garden. And you wander into the garden, and he damages you, he'd be exempt. But if he knows that you've come in, then he would be liable. He has to be more careful. Again, interestingly, this is even where he's a trespasser, not allowed to be there. Again, we're not discussing that a person's like a thief or something, but that's a different... Um, now my time, Mishum the Amalei Nehiru, the Islach Rishus Lafuke, granted I'm a trespasser, so he had permission to chuck me out. Lazuke Lais Lorachus Rishus, so you don't have permission to damage him. But Ozdele Tamayu, the Amarav Papa, Rava, the Itamarav Papa, this is going according to their general opinion because Rav Papa or Rava said, Shneihem Birshus or Shneihem Shalob Birshus, if they both allowed to be there or they both not allowed to be there, he's equal to that. Chayovim and they dab in each other, then they be chayov. Who's kuz bezeh bezeh peturim? If they damaged by each other, they would be exempt. Time the shneim bishus or shneim shelob bishus. This is all where both of them are there with permission, or both of them are there illegally. Aval echod bishus ve echod shelob bishus. What happens if one of them is there illegally and one of them is there illegally? The bishus potter shelob bishus chayov. The one who's exempt would be potter, and the one who's Without permission would be chayv. Again, remember we saw, there's another whole way to learn, as like the Rambam, but I really want to try to get a bit further. Um, there's important to remember, remember we discussed, like if you have someone who's speeding in the Rishus Harabim, running, and someone else walking, the one who's running, because he's not supposed to be running in the Rishus Harabim, is liable, whereas the one walking would be exempt. So if you cause an accident because you're speeding and the other guy's going at the normal speed, or you're equally liable, no, you're not, because the one's there with permission and the one is not with permission. Okay, Nofel Labor. Nofel Labor, the Hiddish Maimov. The mission went if your ox went into someone else's property, or you put your ox in someone else's property and it fell into a bore and it made the water turn bad. Because no, no, no one wants to drink that water that this ox was swimming in anymore. So oh, the ox died in it and now it's, This is where it ruined the water when it fell in. Oh, it was dirty and stinky and now the water is dirty and stinky when it fall in. But if it only caused the water to turn bad after it fell in, it would be exempt. My timer. Have shor boru mayim kalim. The shor is a bar, and the water's kalim, because water's inanimate. And a bar is exempt for kalim. So very interesting. If the ox falls in, and because it starts to decay, it causes the water to turn foul. Well, the ox is a bar. He's sitting there, and the water's getting damaged by the ox, or lying there dead. This is all very well according to Shmuel, who says any stationary object is a bar. But Rav, who says it's not a bar, what would you say? Actually, that can't be what uh, Rav said. It must be the following. This is where his goof causes the water to turn foul. I, again, like I said, it's dirty or something like that. But if it's the stench, Rashi points out the, the, the fact that the carcass started to rot, that causes the water to, to turn foul. Potter, he's exempt. My timer, Grom of Almahu, it's indirect because what happened? 
It's not the ox that's causing the damage. It's the rotting that's causing the damage, and the rotting is by the way of the ox. The groma ba'almel or machayev, and he's not chayev for a groma. Okay, have a aviv oibenol atoycha. Meshalim es hakoyfe. We said if the father's ox, if sorry, if the father or the son are swimming in this bar and the ox falls in, he's chayev koyfe. Says v'amai hotamu. Why is he liable to koyfe? He's a tam. This ox jumped on the father or the son. It's a tam, and a tam doesn't pay koyfer. So we're going to see three answers. First answer is Amarav b'muad lipol abnei adam b'baras askinan. We're dealing with the case where this ox often falls on people in bars. Therefore, he's actually a muad. Oh, ihachi b'atalahu. If you're telling me this ox is killing people on purpose, well, then even the first time he does it when he's a a, a tam, he should have been killed. He should have been executed. An ox that kills a person is executed. So Omar of Yosef, no, the Chaza Yeruka Venafa, one of the cases where this ox saw a bit of vegetation and it tried to eat it, Venafa, and it fell in. So very interesting. Quite a, this is quite a fascinating case, um, the way we've answered it. Yeah. Firstly, this ox is not Chayav because it tries to kill people. That's going to be what is Chayav? Because it, it's, it's very, what's it, a risk taker? Yeah. Very risk taker, and it sees even uh, food it's going to reach far over into the board to try to get some of that grass growing off the side of the board, and he falls in. And he's done this a few times. Which is yeah. normal for a cow. Well, it's not normal because cows are normally a bit more careful where they eat from them. He's often fallen in. Yeah. So he's not normal, but it's shame because his whole intent to... And, it, he, he, and now it's normal because he's done it a few times. So, so, so that's why... Um, that's what's going on here. And that's why he's not executed because remember, an animal that kills without intent is not executed. So firstly, Rashi explains why, um, again, not going to go through it carefully inside, but he says on Daf Mem Dalet, he said, Rav, we learned that Rav said earlier on, on Daf Mem Dalet, that you put where you're not chayv, where the ox is not going to be executed, is not chayv koyfeh. And I don't want to go through, there's, there's a few important points. Um, why, again, we asked, sorry, we asked, not, I'm mixing up two points. On Daf Mem Aleph, we asked the question, how do you ever get a shortam that becomes a muad without being executed? Because as soon as he kills the person the first time, even though he's a tam, he's executed. So there we gave answers, the ox ran away, etc., etc. You can't give those answers here because here the ox is stuck in the bar. So it's there. So it should have been executed. So that's why we come into the answer and no, did it because of shame. Then, Rav, then Rashi asked, says, Oh, but according to Rav, when the ox is not executed, he's not going to be liable. Koifer. When the ox is not executed, he's not going to be liable to Koifer. So the, we give a, the Gemara gives um, so, so so very simply Rashi's answer is that's all by Karen. So Xeris Akosov by Karen only where the ox is going to be executed do you put into debt where it's shame or regal and the ox kills even though he's not going to be put to death you're still liable to Kofer. 
Again, where it's some white, that's how we're learning at the moment. Um, Shmuel gives a different answer. Shmuel, Amar Ho, Mari Rabbi Yosia Gili, it's Amar Tamashalim Chatzikoyfer. No, this is Shmuel who says that a tam pays half damages. So when the Mishnah says he's half koyfer, it means half koyfer. And Ula Amar Rabbi Yosia Gili, he the Amar Kerebi Tarfun, the Amar Keren, Bachatzar Anizak, Nezak Shalom Mishalim. No, he's actually Machanami Koyfer Shalom Mishalim. No, this is actually Rabbi Yosia Gili in line with Rabbi Tarfun that this is all happening with Chatzar Anizak. Remember, Rabbi Tarfin says when your ox damages in Chotzer and Isaac, it's always liable to full damages. So if that's the case, it's liable to full koifer. Again, even though it's a tam, it still pays koifer. This is all very well according to um, no to Ula. Because that's why it makes a difference whether the father or the child is in it, the father or the son, because he gets injured and they have reshus to be there. So it's Karen Bachotzer Anizak. What difference does it make who's swimming in the pit? According to Shmuel, this ox is a muad to try and eat from the side of the pit and fall in on people. So Urchet Emil Sikhtani. No, that's just normal. Who's most likely to be swimming in your swimming pool? Your family. Not someone else. Um, I think we really have to go a bit further because it's a long duff. What are we going to do? I'll leave it there for today and we'll start earlier tomorrow.